0: Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 111 of Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. And there we have it. Christmas is over. It's wrapped. It's done. It's on to the next one. What about it? How how was everyone's Christmas? Did you have a good time? Did you enjoy yourself? Do you know what day it is? Have you stopped drinking? Who knows? I don't know what day it is. What time it is? Where I am? Am I on this planet? Whoa, who knows? Um. You're probably thinking you aren't in this planet, given how out of the world last week's podcast was. Well, yeah, it was probably my favourite one I've done yet. Why? Because took a break. I had lots to talk about. I just thought it was a fun time, you know. And now we're, we're on to the last podcast of the year. You know, it's mad. This podcast will be the last weird podcast of 2019. And... Um, the last boy town of 2019 has gone missing. <laughs> we recorded it last week, don't know where it's gone, so it's just this, this now. So, yeah, I hope everybody is, is is relatively pleased with the year that's gone by. I hope they're looking forward to the, the new year, which is just another day, really. So, you know, what else do you say than that? I know myself it's probably time to put the mince pies down, probably look towards the uh, the vegetable aisle of Tesco's a bit more and try to get myself back on track. Because let's be fair, in the last year, I haven't entirely been the physique guy that you needed. I haven't been, you know, through one thing or another. And I suppose that the start of last year was the time that I had all the issues with the house and I had to move out and, had to, and that was kind of the start of me being lackadaisical with my diet and training and it's only now that it's come to the end of the year I've gone right 2020 my man is the time you pull the finger out and get sorted I'm gonna try you know again it's one of these things a lot of people chat about new year's resolutions and I'm not normally that kind of guy I normally am to be fair <laughs> in fact I'm a full liar normally I would try and do those but a lot of the time you set resolutions you set goals And then all you're really doing is setting yourself up to fail. Once one goes out the window, the other goes out. So my advice to the weirdos, the people out there, is, you know, make your goals attainable. You know, get something that you can work towards and achieve, rather than, you know, setting these wild goals and then just failing at them. Do you know what I mean? Not that I'm saying you guys are failures in any way, shape, or form, but you know what I mean? That's something that I just say. Like, maybe set goals step by step. Don't be this is what we'll do, we'll do this, no, just make them attainable, step by step, and you'll get there, you know, and I feel like definitely need that after Christmas, a lot of drink was drank, a lot of of food was eaten, to the point where I've had to just start taking Rennie's, and I mean, Rennie's are an indigestion tablet, and I'm just taking those berries at bay as heart attack prevention pills, which I don't really think is the best thing to do, but... I'll be honest with you, I feel pretty shit constantly since Christmas. So, I got one of the presents that I actually got was from my mother and father-in-law. They got me a book called, like, 110 Recipes, uh, which is, like, recipes. You just fire all these ingredients into, like, a wee cooking tray and whack it in the oven and it's cooked. So, I did that today for work lunch tomorrow. Yeah, sad news, I'm back in work tomorrow. When you guys are listening to the Weird Podcast, I'll be in work. when you know? I'm not looking forward to that. But hey, I'm going to be there with my nice food, my nice diet food, trying to keep myself getting back on track again. I'm going to join another gym. And what are these guys going like, are you not already a member of gym? Yeah, I'm going to join another one. Is that opulent? Yes. But the more gyms you're a member of, the more places you can work out, my friends. So I'm going to join another gym. Not in Bangor this time, just somewhere else just so as I have a gym everywhere. You know, I want to be like, I want, I want to be like with gyms, what ludicrous is with hoes. I want to have a different gym in a different area code. I've got hoes, i got hoes in different area codes. Because as we all know, ludicrous is a very keen gardener. But, I'm going to join the new gym and get back to things. But this one, one pot cookbook, Today what did I do, I got some broccoli, chopped that baby up, put it in the pan, bit of olive oil, bit of soy sauce, bit of garlic, bit of chilli, some spring onions and bit of salmon, just fucked it in the oven. 20 minutes later, bish bash bosh, a nice healthy lunchbox full of food. So tomorrow, even though it's not New Year's, will be the start of my trying to eat healthy again and I think that's half the battle. My wife, she's going to be joining me on that because I think it's easier to have someone doing it with you. If only one of you is being good and the other is eating whatever they want, difficult. But I feel like this year I've just got very fat. <laughs> you know, that's the 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 total honesty of it all. Not even that, like I haven't in terms of legit actual weight gained a lot of weight. But I feel like all my muscle has just gone to fat. Like I looked in the mirror the other day and was like, my arms are just straight albeit I was standing very rigid, but, you know, there there was no curvature on it, there was no, like, height of my guns anymore, it just had gone, so I need to start from scratch. I'm actually looking now at my, what used to be a pumped-up forearm, it just looks, it actually looks like the side profile of a penguin, which, I mean, nothing against penguins, but for something that used to be rock-solid with a vein in it, it's very stodgy, fat and gross, so, I mean, yeah, I'm going to sort myself out. I'm going to start, start early, get lots of water on board, get my cook pots on board, and just do that, moving forward. So we're going to be slow and steady, get the diet sorted, and then just have two gyms to go to, as well as my home gym, which we have got in the garage. So my first day working out is going to be on Tuesday, New Year's Eve. I'm going to head to the gym nice and early in the morning, get myself down, get a bit of a pump on, then go to work, and then come home, probably have a drink on New Year's Eve, to be fair, and then I'm off the rest of the week. Now, I, I'm i off work, basically, because I want to be off, because I have to go in and work a bit over Christmas, or I have to work tomorrow and Tuesday, whatever, but I want to take the, the remaining three days off to, like, get my plan in action for, for 2020. Now, <clears throat> they're not resolutions as such, they're goals. You know, I want to get my what my, what I want to achieve out of comedy in 2020, like, in terms of, writing, stand-up, performing, acting, whatever. A few goals out there. Make a, a a vision board, if you will, and just go after it, you know. Um, vision boards are something that I've never tried before. I've, I've sort of flirted with the idea before, but never actually physically done one. So this year I'm just going to write out a list of things I'd like to do and just work out a route. Not to make my, make my floppy into a route, but you know, make a route to those goals, you know, because that's why I've, I believe you get anything in life, guys, you need to firstly work out what it is you want, and then plan your map to it, it's like anything, you know, you find you have to go somewhere, you're like, oh, how do I get there, do I just write down where I'm going and arrive, nah, you have to go there, head into your phone, go into Google Maps, type what you're doing, bingo, and follow that route, so what I need to do is just spend a bit of time figuring that out, I want to do a couple of tasters of a few longer things that I want to do, and you know, just get a few wee irons in the fire for the next year. So just finished finish there, the 10-week run of the, the Shane Todd radio show, which was a load of fun to do on BBC Radio Ulster, if any of you guys haven't actually listened to it yet. Not very supportive, first and foremost. And secondly, it's on BBC Sounds. So if you want to get that app downloaded, listen to it like a podcast, do that. Lots of good music on that show, I must say, as well as great banter and games. And I did also say erotic novel. Um, On last week's episode, which might have been the very first time, a erotic novel has been said on BBC Radio Ulster, and that's an achievement in itself, if nothing else, you know? So, yeah, it's nice. Christmas was lovely. Spent it at the in-laws, had a lot of wine, a lot of food. It was cool for me as, as a parent as well to sort of maybe see Holly for the first time, like, kind of figuring out Christmas. Like, she obviously doesn't know... Santa what he's all about yet you know to be fair he hasn't actually shown her what he's all about properly yet but you know she's kind of she can go Santa if she sees him and kind of works out that he's got something to do with Christmas and then also she got really buzzing about the presents that he left her a nice uh, IKEA kitchen which I'm sure took Santa's elves fucking way too long to build I'm sure that piece of shit took Santa's elves through like half one in the morning to build you know, so I'm going to say Santa very much needed his tin Guinness and his mince pie after that. But it's been well received and it's actually worked as a treat for me as well because now you can just fire her into the living room and she just works away at her kitchen. You know, you can watch TV. This morning was a prime example. Got up, had lots on this morning, decided, you know what, get downstairs, bring Holly, give her some breakfast, go into the living room, see what happens. Normally what happens is we watched Peppa Pig and she just runs about wrecking the place this morning went downstairs to playing with our kitchen I was able to get a nice cup of coffee watch an episode or two of Comedians in Cars getting coffee and all in all it was a nice chilled Sunday morning enjoyed it thoroughly then went out and did a wee bit of national trusting got the legs moving again because you know I'm disgustingly fat and overweight so I <laughs> had to do a wee bit of exercise to get a wee bit of oxygen going to the legs and yeah it was a nice day you know, it felt good to be good to be chilling. It's been a nice Christmas time for me in terms of downtime as well. You know, it's been nice to be home a lot. Um, say my wife Catherine, she's a nurse, so she's very busy. Works a lot of shifts. I'm um, working obviously, and then doing stand up and whatever else after work. So it's not very often we get to spend a load of time together. And we did over Christmas. I stopped taking bookings for gigs. Um. The week before Christmas and I don't have decided I'm not gonna be rushing for gigs early in January because I'm trying to just really work towards getting my tour finished, my shows all done, and just try to have a bit of a bit of time to sort out the health, the fitness, the diet, get into a bit of a routine and then start building the work up again. Which is a nice position to be in. You know, and on top of all that, the magic phrase that you love to say as a comedian is new material and that's what I need to start churning out now I was working this out the other day that the dad show has effectively been in existence for over two years now you know from what it was at inception to what it finally is now it's taken two years to get there and you know as fun as it is I'm looking forward to seeing the back of it. It's an enjoyable show. I do love it, but I need to start like working towards next year's show, twenty twenty show, which will probably be out towards the end of the year. I'm two minds. I might think if it's not ready, I'll not do it. You know, if it isn't ready, I mightn't um, be bothering doing a show in twenty twenty. I might wait to twenty twenty one before doing my next hour. But it's all about quality. You know, I'm wanting to put out as much. I would like to do an hour that I can stand over and say, that's good comedy, rather than just doing an hour for the sake of it. <clears throat> so I'm still kind of in two minds with that. But, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I want to start enjoying it again, do you know? Um, I did a gig yesterday in the black box at lunchtime for Fraser Robb's charity roast, which was nice. There was a group of people just getting up and roasting each other. Most of them I knew, a couple that didn't. Um, so it was interesting to hear what people had to say, obviously, you know, when you've been putting a lot of stuff out in the public domain, you get a lot of comments, obviously I've been in a few videos and whatnot myself, some have been very favourably viewed, others not so much, so I'm kind of used to getting flax, so the roasting itself wasn't an issue, it was fun to do that, um, you know, some of the old issues, always raise their heads during things like that, like, oh, flipping not enough Diversity, you know, again, an issue we've been through, you know, but it's just it was interesting to hear, maybe, like other acts that I don't really see all that much, doing bits and bobs, and everyone was great. It was good fun. It's nice as well to get wrapped and get done for the year, you know. Too, it's nice to as a way sort of gas cap on the end of what's been a good year. You know, twenty nineteen was very, um, it was very good to me on the whole, you know, looking back at it, like I've done some really cool stuff, I have just sort of getting towards um, my, the end of my first ever tour and it's kind of exciting, you know, it's been a good year and hopefully 2020 will be more the same, maybe a bit better from me, you know, so all in all I'm thankful, I appreciate you guys as well listening to this podcast for the last year, now whenever I started this did I think there would be... 111 episodes Nah Absolutely not But We've done it We're getting close to having You know 112 episodes And You know there's possibly 2020 might herald Another live podcast Again for the weird podcast that has been something That was fun to do before Definitely going to try And get some more guests On board And just try to up the Production value Of the podcast Maybe make it into A video podcast you know, we're getting closer to hitting that magical mark. we have got a camera sorted. Just need to learn how to work it because, as you all know, I'm a technophobe. So, you know, 2020 is going to be a good a good year, I would say. Hopefully, if you guys keep supporting the podcast, rating, review it, subscribing to Patreon, all that, we can keep it chugging on moving forward because that's what we need to do. So, I, as I say, guys, there's been lots of people sharing it on Instagram stories. Love to see that love retweets, love shares on Facebook, whatever you can do, just keep, even if you say to one person, listen, check out the affiliates Weird Podcast, it's a funny podcast, You know, I was going to say more, it's a funny podcast, hopefully relatable, you know, some interesting bits of advice, some weird stories, some weird tips, all kinds of stuff like that, you know, and hopefully it'll help, but yeah, it's nice, sometimes it's nice to sit back and reflect, maybe, that's something I'd advise you guys to do. If we sit down and think what you've done in twenty nineteen, he's happy with it. You know, take some time to pat yourself in the back. Sometimes people don't stop and think about that. They're too busy planning, moving forward to sit back and go, you know what, I'm alright. Like sometimes I'd be sitting, letting things annoy me, and then I'd come home to my house with my family, with my heating, with my lights on, roof over my head, take all that for granted. But I'm in a place that I'm really happy in, you know, life's good home life's good and you know sometimes when you're stressing about the the small stuff you know you forget the bigger picture so sometimes i think you should just take a minute to reflect because hey guys this is something i said when i was in new york this year to Catherine, and I think she, her actual response to it was would you just f- would you just fuck up for like what shit do you talk but in my head i thought hey this is enlightening we were on the Brooklyn Bridge right we got about three quarters across it was busy you know there was a lot of things going on it felt like it would never end it was a good time we were enjoying looking around us but Catherine said something about her feet being sore or something like that and I stopped her and said look backwards we looked back and I said it's only when you look back you see how far you've come and then you look forward, you realise how close you are to your goals. And then she went, seriously, fuck up. And I went, all right, let's go to Chinatown and get your fake handbag. But I think there's some truth in that. Everyone's always plowing forward. They forget to look back. Do you know what I mean? Like Wayne Rooney, he's a great footballer, but people always appreciate him for his peripheral vision. You know, if he's just going straight to goal, he's not going to get those assists. You know what I'm saying? You need to look, look around, keep the head moving sound like a driving instructor, keep bobbing the head, don't even check the mirrors, just bob the head, people know you're being busy, know what you're all about, so maybe guys sit back and listen to that advice, that's what I'm doing this this week's podcast, now to be fair, it is, as I record it's 20 past 12 at night, why am I recording it so late, because I was just having a great weekend, <laughs> it's the sole reason, just having a good weekend with my family, chilling, having a nice time. Can't remember what it did on Saturday. Isn't that ridiculous? What what did I even do on Saturday? That's what it did, the roast, sorry. Catherine went shopping, I did the roast. Holly went to Funky Monkeys with my sister. And then Sunday was just National Trust and we went we did go out looking for a, a new Christmas tree for next year because our one's pretty small. It's nice but it's small. You know, it's effective, but it's small. You know, it can give you enough pleasure if there's enough weight behind it, but it's still small. That's all I'm saying. We want something bigger that's going to really stand out because it's kind of, you know, the wee bit doer. So we're out trying to get some bargains, but turns out all the fucking bargain hunters hit the hit the shops before Christmas or Boxing Day and all the trees were there were shit. And then there's one tree that I thought, that's the tree that I want, the big eight-foot big wide baby and I thought yeah I'll do do me very nicely 250 quid I'm saying I'm fucking paying that for a fake Christmas tree. suck my balls so the, the search goes on so I'm going to have to take this Christmas tree down now, unfortunately Catherine's already said to one of her friends oh you can have our Christmas tree so as it stands going into 2020 the Elliot's have no Christmas trees so any of you guys out there, any of the weird universe, any weirdos know anywhere to get a good stylish fake Christmas tree that's going to do us for a few years get in touch, let me know if you guys happen to work for someone like BQ and home base and get a discount, hey throw it my way, that's what I'm saying my friends keep me abreast because we need a tree, because it's already been gifted to somebody um, I'm going to have great fun taking down my lights as well, can't wait for that task might get it all down for New Year's because I just feel like I couldn't be fucked doing that in 2020. I'll get all the Christmas decorations away. All the boxes for the Christmas decorations are in my garage, which is forward slash my home gym, which is going to be seeing a lot of fucking action. As in working out, not fucking action because it's far too cold. In there to fully, you know, get limber to perform that act. Because, I mean, you guys are probably listening to this in your teens, and your 20s. You know, thinking about getting jiggy with your other halves, you know, or your one night things. I don't know what you guys say. But man, you just get up and you just get about it, you know, you either just get it in or you just hop on it. And there's no thinking about it. Whereas whenever you hit your thirties, you need you need to warm up, you need to stretch, you need to get the synovial fluid around your joints, you need to get the elastic bands out, really just activate the muscles and you need to make sure You've stretched your hamstrings and your calves. Otherwise, you're likely to sustain an injury. And it's awkward if you to go to physio and be like, yeah, I was, trying to, I was trying to get the leg over and basically what I've done is snap my Achilles. Do you know what I mean? So you need to make sure you keep limber for that. As Justin Timberlake said, just be limber, baby. Terrible. Couldn't really go for it because, as I say, 25 past 12 now in the house. So... You know, enough said on that. I'm trying to think now what else there is to talk about what I did this week other than Christmas. You know, Christmas, it's hard because you can't quantify your weeks. I'm sure everybody here at home is going, I don't know what day it is, I don't know what time it is. Yeah, it's kind of like just, Christmas is like dementia. You just don't know what's going on. You know you should be doing something, but you don't know what it is. And I feel like I'm in that zone at the minute. Like, why else would I be up? at 20 past 12, thinking nothing of it, oh, I've worked tomorrow, fuck it, it's Christmas, do you know, I only have two days of work this week, and I'm excited about getting five days off in a row, Just it's going to be five days of Holly just playing with her kitchen, and me writing some stuff, it's going to be nice, but I don't really know what else to talk about on this podcast today, because my, my brain's all scrambled so what I will do is you know let's be fair it's probably going to be a quicker podcast this week for obvious reasons it's 20 past 12 and my family's all asleep so I'm going to go in I'm going to check a few bits and bobs out here and answer some listeners questions which is good because there's a decent amount of listeners questions this week so first off Chris Henning he's forgiven me for not answering his question in the last few weeks and I respect that but Chris has said well, Dave, how's the form? I'm a bit dicky today. I've been off the odd drink three and a half months and ended up in the bucky last night. Oh, no. Pissing out my hole today, grim. My question is, what's the longest you've knocked a drink on the head? <clears throat> I know I dropped my phone in the, on, the, on the table, probably not sounding great. Um, I'm going to say first and foremost, Chris, hopefully... You, you did that out of choice and not necessity, hopefully it was like if you, you, you need to stop drinking or else I'm going to leave you kind of thing, or you need to stop drinking or your liver's going to burst kind of thing hopefully it's just gone, nah I'm going to knock a drink in the head for a bit And I mean if you're going to get back on the horse you know you shouldn't be getting on the horse with turbo boosters on the side, you know you should be getting on that buck fast, but I mean you've done it, you're dealing with it, you're struggling, fair play for owning it my friend, but The longest I've ever gone off, I I, I did 100 days once at the start of a year. I don't know why, I just thought I'm going to do 100 days of, you know, just a wee bit of a mental, physical challenge. And I did it. But, see, to be totally honest with you now, I'm I'm a changed man. When I was younger, I used to be a very heavy drinker. I used to drink probably a couple of nights a week. Definitely love going out, love drinking, love partying. It was great, but the older you get, the less you do it. And especially now, <coughs> I've got <coughs> pardon me, a frog in my throat. When you get to my age, I just think like dealing with as much as I have to do at the minute. I'm just very busy. It's be difficult to deal with a hangover, and I really get hit terribly with hangovers to the point where like all I want to do is just listen to James Blunt's back the Bedlam album. In my bed whilst crying. You know, that's all I want to do. And it's not really capable of of, of happening whenever you've got a a child and chores and a wife to deal with. So, (coughs) I rarely drink now. Unless I know I've got a free day. But, yeah, I just feel like it's enough for me anymore. But, yeah, the longest would probably be 100 days. Which is decent enough. I'll say it now about not drinking. I'll probably have drinking New Year's Eve now. Probably end up blocked drinking whiskey to five in the morning and just have to deal with the consequences as you come, but I'll try not to. Craig Walker Bonjour, Papa de Cheek. I hope Christmas was real nice and full of high calorie food and drinks. My question this week is what's your thoughts on the absolute freak people who proper line their Christmas gifts up and take a photo to show everyone what they got for Christmas? Hashtag the boy done good. Hashtag your boy sells gear. Um, See that? I'm going to say gross. You know, I think, you know, if you stack up all your presents and all and put it on social media, it's very indulgent. It's very, it's like, why are you doing that? And like, who out there is actually wanting to see that? You know, I've not come across anyone that's actually gone, oh, I can't wait to see you know, and the worst ones are guys who who like put up. Look what Santa's brought the way in, and you're going. You know that's gross. Also, you know Santa, hey, bother your fucking arse to wrap presents. If you're just buying gifts and stacking them on the sofas without wrapping them, you're the worst kind of people. you know? You're just people just trying to show off how great you are as a person. Probably beat your kids throughout the year and feel bad. You know, you feel like you have to put nice presence out because you smack your arse till it's red throughout the year. But <clears throat> I don't know. It's weird, strange for me because as like a as a comedian or as a whatever, you know, you you're sort of out there a bit more in terms of like people like want to look at your social media, see what you're up to, they want to go to your gigs, so you know, come to your shows, things like that. I sort of feel sometimes there's a an expectation to put more of your life on the social media but I don't like that you know I I like there to be a line between you know necessarily the the private moments and what you put on online like for example with Christmas and the presents and that I like to share those moments put the phone away just enjoy living the moment and then you know put the odd photo up here Holly there but at the same time you don't want people just knowing what you're at all the times just like uh, you need to keep some moments to your family and i think the same applies to christmas gifts it's like you know, that's a personal moment that's a moment you should be having with your family you should be putting that on facebook for people I'm like who likes them you know people going that's really classy or such nah fuck it just be a good parent all year round just be a good person don't be fucking being gross with the presents do you know, because any... Actually, did I unfriend? I unfriended a couple of people. Facebook this year, just for being grocers, one guy in particular, he put up this big post about giving money to homeless person. And I was like, man, fuck you. Like, I'm not wanting to be friends with you, Seeing that shit. Not that he's giving money to... Home, but just give money to homeless person. Do you know what I mean? That should be the good act. You don't need validation of others going, you're such a great person. Now you're gross. If you need people to tell you you're good for doing something good, you're gross and I don't want to be your friend. You know, like, just give them money. If you want to give a homeless person money or give them something, do it. Don't fucking put a post up about it and expect people to like it. And also don't like posts like that. Don't encourage people to be pathetic. You know, that's what I think is a big problem we have these days is people liking things and commenting things. You're going, why do you... Like, I sort of feel like when I like something... I want someone to know I like it because I'm not just throwing likes out left, right and centre. You know what I mean? If I don't like it, I'll not like it. You know, and that's that. And I feel like people just fishing for likes are the worst kind of guys. Don't like it at all. But thanks for the question. Craig, um, Chloe Sosinski has said, Hope you a lovely Christmas. It's almost 2020. So wondering, have you thought about a New Year's resolution and will you keep to it? Um, As I said earlier, I don't think anyone will keep the New Year's resolutions. I want to put step by step. My goals will be to put out a bit more content, you know, sort of video sketches, whatever. Dedicate a bit more time to the writing side of things. Get some more things written um, and gig across the water a bit more in, in like Scotland, London, places like that. And yeah, just try and keep getting my fan base bigger so I can sell more tickets and do more shows and effectively earn more money from comedy. That's basically it. My main goal, as as we all know, is to be doing it full time. And until that, you know, I'm set with something consistently, I'm gonna have to just keep plugging away. So it's the goal is to try and keep keep that going and just effectively. <clears throat> ...make something that I can sort of stand behind... ...I'm a big believer in that... ...like you know there's like... ...there's a temptation... ...as a comedian here... ...to put out hacky stuff... ...to put out like... ...oh Belfast, Belfast, Northern Ireland... ...blah blah ...you know like making... ...all that kind of shit... trouble stuff... ...stuff that you've all seen before... ...you know but... ...to me personally I don't find all that stuff... ...all that funny so I try to... ...avoid it... ...now you're probably going to go... ...oh what about Troubles with the 80s... ...very tongue in cheek... ...that's stupid I enjoy doing that but... You know, there is comes a point where you do have to think, would I sell out for cash? And the truth is, probably. You know, I think you'd be a liar to go. You know, like even, even all the big acts, they still do stuff that's a bit selling out because money's money. At the end of the day, families to feed, and you know, I I try to make what I do or put out something I can stand over and that I can feel a bit of pride in. But sometimes, at the same time a quick buck's a quick buck, let's be honest, we're humans at the end of the day, you know, so, but my goal is effectively to just put out good content, maybe try to get a series of videos together, get a couple of tasters for longer things that I've written, like the response to Thick As has been so phenomenal, that's made me think, why don't I just, you know, even without the backing that that may have had, film little taster scenes of something I want to do to maybe get people wanting more, so, That's what I'm going to try and do in in 2020. And by the way, newsflash, there's going to be a new Troubles with the 80s. It's about three years since we did the last one. It was about three years before we did that. And then every three years, there's a Troubles with the 80s. So expect that to be coming out soon. It's probably one of the funniest ones yet. So I'm excited about that. Ali Campbell has said, who would you like to see Arsenal sign in January? Well, first off, Ali, I am... a Appreciate you being a fan of me. I'm a fan of you. Love your singing, and you be forty. It's great. Wise, <laughs> good an impression here. Wise, say, fools rushy, but I came, he, he, falling in love you. Thanks, Ali Campbell. Appreciate that. Who do I want Arsenal to sign? Defenders, basically defenders, good quality defenders, and maybe a midfielder, don't know what money there is at Arsenal, Arsenal are always stingy bastards, I'm not getting my hopes up, but albeit I'm kind of happy with the direction they've been going since they got Arteta in these days, you know, so, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit more positive, I'm not expecting much, but, you know, I, I would hope there would be, you know, maybe think something to be a wee bit optimistic about going forward, so we'll see. But thanks for that question, Allie. Um Jordan McKay said, and Happy New Year-ish, Papa Bear. Do you have any resolutions you want to share with us? Um, just what I've said already, man. I appreciate the question. Um, <clears throat> maybe you guys get in touch with me. Send me DMs or whatever. Ask me questions for next week's podcast. Let me know what your resolutions are. If there's any way I can help with them or, or keep you to it. You know, throw it in for the weird community to get behind and we can we can do that. Do you know? So yeah, we'll see about that. Last question of the day is from Phil. And he said, hello Dave, my question is this. What is your worst retail slash dining experience? I've heard you talk before about how do you dislike hipster bougie like service and prefer traditional service like in fast food joints. Any particularly bad examples come to mind? I mean I just think I just think I'm a simple man you know I used to think I was this complex being you know when I was younger you think you know everything about the world you're one of these people like when you're a student you haven't been in the real world working a job you just have all these ideals that you think this is the way life should be without actually realizing there are people in the world who are our souls and you know all this idealistic way of living isn't a true. Reflection of what the world is, do you know, and I feel like the older I've got, the more I just want things to be simple. You know, and like with Bujem, yo man, what's happening? Eh, fuck up, you know, I don't, don't call me man. You don't know me. I'm just just excuse me. I could hello, welcome to Bujem. What would you like in your burrito, sir? I could say. This and, and, and don't tell me what a peck is amazing. You know, it's so class, man. It's so sweet, so chill. And don't wear a, a, an earring in your nose. You're not a bull. You know what I mean? Just fucking gross. And, and your hair should be a natural... Oh, my God. you get me annoyed. I just don't like that type of service. I think it would probably be Bougioum is the one that gets me the most. And also, I I'm just saying, I think... ...to run a restaurant or, like, a coffee shop or a bar. You just need to make sure you do the basics well. You know, what I like to see in Belfast, Phil, would be, like, a proper American diner. Not, like, a an over-the-top, like, something in Greece. But just a traditional... Does, does coffee, does some nice breakfasts. Has a couple of booths in there. You know, you eat at the bar. Something like that, a wee bit different would be good. But in terms of retail... um, Actually, the guy barged past me in Tesco's yesterday, which was very shit. And and I was like, hey, guy, you're working in Tesco's. If there's a member of the public coming through with a trolley, you stop and let them through. You don't barge past. I just looked at him and was like, you just look like a little beta snowflake cock, and I fucking can't cope with you. And that's what it feels happening. Like, I feel like I'm transitioning from being like a sort of on the money kind of topical knowing what's going on guy to just being an old bastard. Like Aaron McCann put a tweet up today about his favourite songs of 2019 and I swear to God I knew no one. I'm going, you know, albeit he's got a very bizarre taste in music, he likes a lot of like hip hop that is underground and you know, weird a lot of it, you know, and to be fair, a lot of the rap nowadays—it just, listen, no, it isn't what it was in my day, you know, back in the day of the Sugar Hill Gang or whatever. Um, but like all rap today is just turning shit, and I mean, it's I just don't know whether the music nowadays is genuinely shit or whether I'm just out of touch now, and I feel there's a there's a combination of both, and it's difficult to try and admit you're being like, hey, listen, the glory days are done, I'm over the hill. I've got no fashion, I don't know what's hip in music, I'm going bald, I'm just an old man. And I mean I like to think I'm I'm relevant to some extent, but then I know now nah, I'm not. You know, there's guys the same age me like Colin. You know, he's much more in touch with what's what's cool and what's hip than I am, whereas I'm sorta, of, you know, just more happy, sitting in a chair with a bit of peace and quiet, drinking a Horlicks, my feet up, you know? And maybe that's not appealing, that's not cool, but hey, that's the kind of guy I am. So that's why I need you guys to be listening to this podcast and helping me out. But now I'm trying to think of there's a retail experience. Nothing that's so terrible that springs to mind other than the time. In fact, this isn't this isn't a terrible retail experience. This is actually brilliant. I was in New York. It wasn't the last time. It was the time before. I was there with Catherine. And um, we were in, oh, was it Hollister? I want to say it was Hollister, right? And... For a big store, I'm I don't like shopping, obviously, cause I'm an old grumpy bastard. So we were in there. She went around looking for, looking for some clothes or whatever. I went out the front to be like, I just don't like all these people. They're making me uncomfortable. And then I went in, couldn't find her. I was like, Oh no, where is she? So I went up to this guy who could only be described as. A gay Wesley Snipes from the Fifth Element, right? So, like, he was wearing, like, these tight jeans, DM boots, crop top. His hair was dyed blonde. He was very, let's just say, flexible. He was, like, flailing his arms about just being a real great guy, just really stacking up those racks with clothes and doing whatever he does. He was singing the music and he was just having a great time. But anyway, I went up to him and was like, listen, I've lost my girlfriend. Can you help me find her? And he was like, your girlfriend? What does she look like, baby? And I was like, oh, whoa, well, that's um, you know, definitely not the traditional kind of greeting I want. However, unlike Bougioum, he seemed genuine. You know, I was like, hey, man, what can I He was like what does she look like baby, and I was like, well, she kind of looks like this, she's wearing a red coat, and then he, like, he just put his hand on my shoulder, made me feel instantly comfortable, don't know what I was about, and then he went, I'll go look for her, and I went, thank you, and then I, as he was walking around, I was following him, he sort of like, was looking at people, he was like a cartoon character, he was over exaggerated, looking at people's faces, mm-hmm, no, that's not her, and he walked around, there's this woman, right, in a line, waiting to return some goods, with her back to us. She had a red coat on, like Catherine was on. She had dark hair. He goes up to her, grabs her by the shoulders, spins around to me and goes, is that her boo-boo? And then I just looked at this 60-year-old Asian woman <laughs> directly in the eyes, and then looked at him and went, nah. And the woman was like, fuck you doing? And he was like, okay, I don't know. And he just disappeared. And then she literally is right behind me. And I, oh, we just we're searching this entire store, trying to find you. He's kind of just a bit physically assaulted, an old Asian lady, thinking it was you. But, I mean, that was an experience, and I enjoyed it. And that's probably my most enjoyable retail experience, definitely the weirdest retail experience, and um, but not one I hated. I actually didn't hate it at all. I'd forgotten about that. Probably, at some point, we'll make that into material, because it's really funny to me. It was just the shock on the woman's face, as he Banner around Is that her boo-boo? No <laughs> It isn't And I mean I hate that you've judged me to think that I'd be married to a 60 year old woman But I mean I I accept That under certain lights I look a lot creepier than I am But guys That's the end of the questions this week That's the end of the podcast All I want to say In closing is the usual mature still going I'm in Oma on the 31st of January at Bogan's Bar. You can get tickets from the bar. I'm actually in the front page in Ballymena, hey, on the 24th of January. And my biggest show in the limelight in Belfast on the 1st of February. I really want to sell this out. It would be a big achievement for me to start the year. Please get tickets to that if you haven't already. And you know what I was saying earlier about Chris not drinking? I'll be drinking that night. So get me some bubbly and we'll party. What about that? But other than that, yeah, I just want to say, guys, thank you very much for your ears. In the last year, it's been much appreciated. I know um, the podcast is is getting more and more listens every week. Um, it's humbling in many respects because I mean it is literally just me talking to myself for like forty five minutes. You know, there's no payment for it, apart from the Patreons, which is, again, everything I ever get from that will be put back into the podcast, so I just genuinely want to say, you know, thank you for all the support that you've given me through listening to the podcast, coming to shows, you know, telling people about shows, I really appreciate it, you know, because without people finding whatever this is entertaining and funny, this wouldn't be, so I just want to say thank you very much for the support in 2019, hopefully... You still stay with me in 2020. We can go on to bigger, better things together. And I'm going to work very hard this year. I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve. Hope there's lots of hangovers. Um, Maybe something that you guys can do as weirdos is ask more questions on a weekly basis. Do you know what I mean? That's the one thing. Do that. Become a Patreon. Have that as your New Year's resolutions. And other than that, just be safe. Enjoy yourselves. And hey, as lame as it is to say, I'll see you in 2020.